Hi everyone, uh, welcome to uh, Dublin Tech Talks, the new normal. Um, as you know from the meetups, we, uh, we always like to give uh, companies with a strong sense of social purpose uh, a chance to, to tell their story. I'm joined today by Adam Hankin, who's General Manager in Ireland for WageStream. Um, Adam, thanks for, uh, for, for joining us today. Um, how are you keeping? Great, thanks for, thanks for having me on. This has uh, definitely broken up the, the daily routine. Managed to get the house to myself for about an hour. Yeah, silence is uh, is is a premium these days, right? Isn't it just? <laughs> so, um, uh, I've seen a bit on online in terms of of what you're trying to do. Um, I mentioned the company has has a strong social purpose and strong mission. But you just want to tell us a little bit about Wavestream, how it came about, and what it is that you're you're trying to achieve. Yeah, so I guess Wavestream, you know, we're an app, and we allow workers to access their wages, their earned wages, whenever they want. So mm -hmm. we're kind of revolutionizing the way that people are paid. You know, we're almost scrapping the idea of a weekly, fortnightly or, or monthly payroll and saying that if you have earned wages, you've worked 10 days in the month and you want to access some of them, why shouldn't you be able to? So mm. we give that access to employees to, to do it and it stops them from accessing costly debt, uh, things like overdraft credit cards, payday loans, all of those things. So we're, we're set up for social good. Um, you know, our aim is to, to improve people's financial health and, uh, and yeah, it's, uh, it's an interesting space. Why, why is it that, because um, if, you, if you go back historically, I guess people were paid for the work they did almost in real time, you know, cash in, in the hand, the coins in, in the palm. So why have these payment cycles evolved and why do you guys feel that, you know, it's just not suitable for, for modern life? It's the one thing that hasn't changed in, a, in our lifetime. Nothing has actually changed in the pay you know, the way that we are paid. Yeah. Well, a hundred years ago, you used to queue up and get your cash in hand every week, exactly. or you know, in some cases, it might be every single day. Mm. You know, most people in Ireland, you know, are paid every month, monthly. And you know, if you think of the modern day that we live in, everything is kind of how can we make things faster, more on demand, and pays actually regressed to the point it's four times slower in a hundred years. And I, I don't know anything in our life that has got four times slower in a hundred in a, in hundred years. So yeah, it was ripe for some kind of disruption. You know, the, the reason why a monthly payroll exists is because it's easier for businesses to run a monthly payroll. It's less intensive. It's less, less stress on the cash flow. you know, less work to do. It's cheaper. Um, you know, and even you know, these days, you know, we deal with a lot of businesses looking to move from a weekly to a monthly payroll. So even if they are on a weekly payroll, they're trying to find a way to get out of it. Into yeah. payroll. So businesses are, are not pushing to improve that kind of cash flow scenario for employees. They're actually looking to push it out for a month. And then I guess with that, with that in mind, uh, companies are always looking, as you say, to optimize, improve efficiencies, hence the, you know, the move to longer pay cycles, you know, reduce the demand on resources. Um, so with that in mind, how, how easy is it for someone to roll out your platform? Do they need to change their processes, their back office processes, their bank um, processes, or is it more straightforward? We try to make it as straightforward as possible. So in terms of messing up with the payroll, you know, we don't. We don't mess up with the payroll system at all. A lot of people think that we would have to do some kind of integration there. Um, the, the integration is more so... You know, if we tie up with a, a company that has hourly or shift pay shift workers and we tie in with the time and attendance software, we'll do a tech integration with them so we can see what hours people have worked. Um, in a salaried environment, it's really easy. It's kind of spreadsheets. 
Now, there is one element at the back end, which I don't want to get too technical on, on this, but essentially we, we set up a new banking infrastructure in between the employer and the employee with all the money just flows through. So in real basic terms, the only thing that the payroll department has to do is to change the account number that money goes into. Mm. We create an account for every employee and the money just flows through it into their normal account. So um, the payroll department might have to change a bank account number the same as if I walked into my work tomorrow and said, look, I want all my wages to get paid into my Revolut account. It's, it's that yeah. kind of thing. Okay. Um, but uh, I guess it's for each customer installation or, or um, consultation, there's an element of, of bespoking each solution, right? So you, you'll enter into deep discussions with the customer about what will work best for them. Yeah, look, I think we're at about 80, 90 businesses signed up now, and I don't think anybody's got the same processes in terms of how they pay, you know, time and attendance, payroll, all of, the, all of those things. So it's probably, I think we'd like it to be a bit one size fits all. There is a bit more work on our end to, to get all of that information right, but we try not to put the work on the, on the actual business that's taken on Waystream for their employees. Okay, so we'll, we'll probably come back a little bit and talk about the benefits to businesses, you know, beyond just, uh, you know, offering something nice and, and flexible to the workforce. I know that you've got a lot of stats and data. We'll, we'll cover that off maybe when we talk about data later. But from a, from a high level, from a, an individual's perspective, what's the benefits for having a solution like this available to them? The big thing is it puts them back in control of the finances. So. There's a, there's a scary stat out there that 55% of households can't afford a 250 euro unplanned expense at the end of a pay cycle. So people just don't have a rainy day fund. They're living to the edge of their means. So when the car breaks down five days from payday, what people are generally having to do is they're going into the overdraft, credit card, or getting a short-term high-interest loan. Mm. So we see that as entirely unjust you know, if you work 25 days of the month and you're on a monthly pay cycle, you know, you've earned 25 days wages. You know, why should you get yourself into debt when you've already earned that money? So we let people access that. So it prevents them having to access those costly, costly forms of credit. And the problem with those forms of credit, a lot of people don't seem to worry about going into the overdraft or credit card. We have a culture now where it seems that it's just normal to be in your credit card or overdraft on a on a yeah. regular basis but those charges are ramping up and ramping up and ramping up and to the point where you know in the uk the most of the banks are going up to nearly 40 percent apr and overdraft wow. um, all the credit cards are around 22 23 percent mm. and you know i had a it was a 1000 euro credit card bill just before christmas that i had to had to pay off and I went to have a look and at the very bottom of the credit card statement, it tells you how long it will take you to pay off that credit card if you only pay off the minimum. So it was 1,050 euros and I think it was the minimum payment was like 22 euros or something like that. And it said that if I only paid off the minimum, it wouldn't be paid off until 2037. That's crazy. Yeah. It's funny you say that. I think people, people, there's definitely a trend um, and we'll come on to the kind of the, the worker or individual profile in a second. There's definitely a trend that people are treating overdrafts and credit cards like that on-demand, you know, kind of income stream for them. So, so this makes makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I, you know, it just gets you into a cycle of debt that you just never realise. Like I, I would consider myself financially literate. I'm in the financial well-being space, but and I always knew it'd be a bad idea to only pay off the minimum amount on a credit card. But I mm -hmm. never, for the life of me, thought it would take 18 years <laughs> for a thousand euro. Yeah. yeah. 
No, it's crazy. Um, so just, I guess, uh, I can see how this type of service would lend itself really, really well to kind of hourly paid workers or shift workers or transient workers. But it, it applies equally, I guess, to, you know, you know, middle high income salaried people. Um, you know, that is the logic there, just that, you know, the more you earn, the older you are, the bigger your debts are, the more kind of pressure is on financially. Talk to us a little bit about that. Yeah, so there's a misconception when we go to businesses and they think, oh, this is only for, you know, frontline hospitality workers, yeah. you know, bar staff, restaurant staff, this type of thing. And yes, they are a big user of, of our service and the hospitality industry has been one of the, you know, the, the fastest industries to, to take on this new concept. But you know, we did our own study. We got empathy research to, to do a study in Ireland and the, the most stressed cohort of people are 35 to 45 year olds. Mm. They're the people most likely to get into debt on a regular basis in a, in any given month. And I can attest to that. <laughs> you know, like I'm, I'm 39 this year and, you know, I've got two kids now before this all happened, COVID lands, you know, I have two kids that were going to crash. Yeah. Uh, we bought a bigger house to put the kids into and mm. you know, your expenses do go up and you know, I know <laughs> no, I've got I've got less disposable income now than I did when I was twenty two year old mm. running around Dublin going drinking every night. <laughs> but uh Um so and and then is it is it difficult to change that perception or are people like how are you how are you delivering that message? Is it through data and stats? And I know you've you've mentioned that um, you uh, are uh, part funded by some social charities, right? So you you have third party independent data that backs up all of all of these messages, right? Yeah. So look, I guess the the big question to ask any business is, do you know the financial health of your workforce? And mm. the answer is a resounding no. Yeah. Um, very few businesses have actually gone out and asked their employees, you know, how are you about your finance? How do you feel about your finances? Are you stressed mm. about? You know, are you in too much debt? Do you want help with them? Like financial well-being is kind of a hot topic, yeah. and financial well-being was kind of forgotten about. And then now you find a lot of these businesses are now looking very seriously at financial well-being because all the yeah. studies are saying that financial stress is the biggest stressor in the workplace. So mm. it causes absenteeism. And I think more importantly, it, actually people spend time in work trying to sort out their finances. So the yeah, productivity 100%. drops. Yeah. So businesses are now looking at this going, oh man, we need to sort this out. So they are a lot more receptive to it. And, you know, I generally ask the question, can you ever imagine a, a scenario that has come up in your own life where you would have needed to access your wages just a little bit early, or that would have been helpful to you. You wouldn't have had to go into your credit card or overdraft. And we've all done it. There might be flights, it might be concert tickets, it could be Christmas presents that, you know, we think, oh, that's fine. I'll stick that on the credit card. But you know, having that available to you, everybody can think of a scenario when it would help. Mm. And then, so that kind of leads into, you know, apart from just offering, uh, you know, another string to the wellness bow from, from a, a, you know, an employee um, benefits perspective, what, what are the, the real knock-on benefits for an employer um, in terms of how the staff are engaged or retained? Or do you, do you have data, you know, that backs that up? Yeah, so we're very data-led as a business and we actually get loads of data back through say the integration of the time and attendance software we get tons of data back there so the the first thing that really happens is that we see an instant drop in staff turnover mm -hmm. um you know now 
in the especially high staff turnover categories like hospitality, I mentioned again, hospitality and retail, you know, staff turnover is very high. Yeah. We can see instantly there's a drop in staff turnover from, from that. So we are actually that confident about it that we'll pretty much guarantee with any industry that you'll see a 10% reduction in staff turnover. Wow. Um, okay. So we've got some pub groups with over 10,000 staff in the UK. And, you know, they've seen 16% mm. a drop in staff turnover. So people see this, it's a benefit that once they have, they don't want to leave. Um, they feel less stressed because they feel less stressed. They actually enjoy work more and all of these mm. other things. They're more loyal to you as a business. They actually really thank the people that have put Waystream in because they go, you know, this is great. You've actually given me something that I would never have imagined was even available. Mm. So loyalty goes up, engagement goes up and all of those things. Um, the next thing that improves is in that hourly shift work environment is people work more hours or more shifts. Right, okay. yeah. um, and we've got this tracking function in the app where you can see on a daily basis how much you've earned. So Instantly, I can see if I worked a five-hour shift versus a, a nine-hour shift, what that actually means in monetary terms. So you're yeah. reconnecting people with work and reward. Um, so but then, that the, the ability to, to kind of access those funds and draw down in real time then has a, a, a proven psychological effect in terms of taking on new work, more work. Yeah, so there's, there's two other things that happen then. There's like incrementality comes up. Yeah. So if, you know, let's say a colleague called in sick on a Wednesday, I could go in and work that shift on a Wednesday, pay myself on a Thursday and take my wife out for dinner on Friday. If I yeah. wanted, there's that level of, I could work this additional shift and then mm. pay myself straight away. So there's an incremental, incrementality element to it. But then the, the third piece is actually, you know, people understand there's a consequence to accessing the wages earned. So yeah. you know, we have this where it automatically comes out of your pay at the end of the pay cycle, whether that's weekly, monthly, bi-weekly, whatever it is, it'll automatically come out. So you never get into that cycle of debt. Now, because that is there, if I've accessed a hundred euros today mm. and I'm getting paid in a week's time, I know that I'm going to be a hundred euros short on my, in my wages. So then I put my hand up and ask for more shifts. So you find people volunteering for more shifts. Now we see, I think it was the last time I saw it, it was like 22.1% more hours worked wow. for staff that are with wage So you can see the staff, working this amount of hours before Wagestream and then suddenly they're working this amount of hours after it. But it's working on their terms, right? Which is a key kind of point. Yeah, and then and I guess the third key benefit, there's, there's tons of benefits, but the third key benefit is recruitment. Um, yeah. you know, and and all this all happened, you know, and you know this better than anybody, you know, it was it's, a- It's still happening, thankfully, in places, but yeah. But it, it, it was a candidate's marketplace. Yeah. Uh, hundred percent where people could pick and choose between jobs you know i would hear loads of or go to loads of conferences about flexible working and hearing these stories of there's two job offers there one offered flexibility the other one didn't you know which one did mm. you you know that person went to the flexible option this is the same here if you've got two jobs that are very similar you know all of the the package is fairly similar but one is well we pay fixed on a monthly basis whereas the other yeah. one is well you can pay yourself whenever you want it's just a great additional benefit for people. Probably. Absolutely, yeah. So we we um, we talked about the platform earlier, and and maybe it would be a good idea if you know rather than describe it to people, we we could show it. Is is that something we can do? Do you think? Let's see if we can uh, if we can make this work. The miracle of technology. Uh, so share screen. Yep, got that. You see that? Okay, yeah. Great. 
So, so the fir first thing is it's super clean, right? And, and very uh, user-friendly. Yeah, so it goes in, I should have actually logged out and gone straight in so you'd see all the, the nice user experience thing as you come in. But the, the first element is the tracking page. Now, this is actually the 30th of the month that I was just told. <laughs> so we've actually been paid, so it shows I've earned nothing and I've got nothing available. <laughs> but in this one page here, uh, you can actually see what you've earned, Mm -hmm. what is actually available to you and there's a there's a history tab here which will show across the the days any given days that you've actually worked and how that comes in so every single day it will show a different amount um, but on that home page here it just it's, it's great for people to be able to access it we've got another function there that you can actually add in your open banking details and you could actually see your bank account amount as well so okay. in one view you can see what you've got in your account what you've earned what you could access and how much you have you mm -hmm. can see from a month-by-month -month basis what that looks like as well so you can compare month by month um, if you want to access your wages um, <laughs> to say this says you were paid on the 30th of April so show me more shifts Adam but this wheel would actually show the amount that I have available to me and I could literally just like pull my finger across the wheel yeah. See that I could access 200 euros. I could access, click, I want that. And mm. within about 20 seconds, that'll be my account. And do you, what's the, the kind of um, user interaction with the app? Do you find there's trends? Are people using it pretty much in real time? How does that work? Yeah, so the tracking function, people use it about twice a day. They kind of check, check it in the morning and then check it in the evening. There's a sense of satisfaction of seeing your, your money go up. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the actual users of, of the, the streaming function of accessing the wages, people generally only use it about once or twice a month. Yeah. You know, they're only using it if they need to. Because yeah, it makes sense. There's no interest charge on this, but there is a flat fee of one euro 75 for accessing your wages early. So if you had money in your account, you wouldn't use your earned wages and pay one euro 75 for it. Yeah. Because, you know, you've got your own money in your account. So... Yeah. There's that element. The third element is um, sort of the education side. So we've teamed up with MABS to, to access, to, to give independent financial education. Mm. So MABS... This, this, this is an important piece, right, for, for the business. I mean, it, it, you know, accessing um, wages, of course, is, is, the, is the what, but, you know, the why is about, you know, improving people's education and their ability to, to manage their finances and, and reduce that financial pressure. Yeah, exactly. So, we, you know, I, I like to call it prevention and cure. Uh, you know, we try to be a full 360 degree financial wellbeing tool. So the prevention is education and, you know, getting people to, to budget better, you know, get them into saving. All of these elements, you know, is the prevention. And then the cure is the kind of the, the streaming elements, you know, that if you yeah. know, you're, in, you're in that position where you're about to go into credit card debt or the worst case scenario, getting a, you know, a provident loan you know, a ridiculous, like 286% interest you know, yeah, the to, to access. Mm. And, and so do, you, do people, you know, from the insights and data that you get on the back end, are people, you know, accessing and making the most of this, this archive in terms of education? We're, we're definitely pushing to, to try and get people to use it more. Yeah. Um, so we're actually starting, we, we can actually tailor this advice to you based on your usage or non-usage of the app. So I'll give you a perfect example. If I streamed wages five times in the month, but you, David, you didn't access your wages at all in the month, 
Mm. We send a monthly newsletter, but we also have a little tab where it'll show up different articles and we'd show me budgeting advice, you know, how to budget better in the month, whereas we'd show you maybe savings advice, white pace, have a pension because you mm. haven't access to wages early. So we can we can tailor that that to you. Okay. And you mentioned like it, data is a big component of, of the platform of the service. Do you find that, you know, the users just by having everything in this, in this platform and um, having that kind of real time access and analysis that they are using the insights to make better judgment calls in the future? Yeah. So we, we're very data led. We've got, a, we've actually got a data team there. We actually go out and like customer insights going up and interview people. So, we actually hear firsthand that people feel that they can budget better for a start. Yeah. So that, yeah. that one viewpoint where they can see the bank account, what they've earned in the month is, is very important to people. Mm. Um, so that element is, is very important, but then we're now moving into the, the next iteration of what we do is kind of like with the open banking APIs, we'll be able to see, you know, you're about to go into your overdraft and incur fees. Or let's say, you know, Bank of Ireland have a great way of charging you 12 euro 70, you know, if you bounce on a direct debit. So if my Vodafone bill was going to come out tomorrow mm. and I hadn't been paid yet and it's showing I'm going to bounce that, mm. we'll then be able to send a notification to that employee saying, look, you've got 350 euros in your wage stream account that you could access. Mm. If you don't put it in, you're going to get charged 12 euro 70. Do you want to draw down some of your wages now to avoid that? Good. So that's, that's so, where we'll kind of get to. What, what's the roadmap kind of for that, do you think, in terms of, of Ireland? Um, it shouldn't be too, they're working on it at the moment. So okay. we've, we've kind of gone down with a, a basic version of the moment where you can set payment reminders. So let's say you know that your bills are going to come out, so you can just mm -hmm. manually set them up and it'll send you a reminder. Um, but that element of it, it's, it's not far off. Um, okay. I guess. COVID land has paused a lot of that stuff. So yeah. the one thing that I will say, you know, the reaction that Waystream as a business had to had to this crisis is just incredible. Like the, within two days of kind of the, the measures being put in place, we had a kind of Dragon's Den style pitch where the whole business had to bring ideas on how we could help employees and businesses through this. Um, we came up with like three ideas the first one was ready in 48 hours. The next, the rest of them were available within the week. Mm. So we found out a way that we could actually pay people their illness benefit on a daily basis automatically. So if you had to self-isolate, you know, to, to encourage people to self-isolate so they wouldn't come in, yeah, that's we could pay you automatic daily payments to your illness benefit. Mm. Then when the whole furlough thing, our temporary wage subsidy scheme came about, then we figured out a way that we could give employees access to a portion of their accrued mm. you know, wage subsidies or furlough pay. Mm. And we released that very, very quickly. I think that's really important, right? I mean, with everything that's going on, the last thing anyone needs is additional financial pressure. If there's any way to alleviate that at all, it, it can only be a good thing. Well, uh, you know, there's no getting every single household has been negatively affected financially. Yeah. So financial stress, you know, you read it in the papers, you know, it's like one of these non-shocker headlines going, oh, you know, studies say that everybody's more, you know, stressed about their finances. Well, yeah, you know, yeah. of course they are. Mm. You know, most partners, you know, most households will have one partner that might be out of work or might be on furlough, whatever yeah. it may be, or they might have their hours cut or the wages mm. cut. 
you know, everybody's on tender hooks on whether they're still going to be employed, how long it's going to go on for. So you know, mm. financial stress is there. And unfortunately, a lot of the bills haven't gone away. Although the mortgages, you know, you can get a, a payment yeah. holiday, but not every landlord is giving rent holidays to staff, uh, to, mm. to their tenants. So it's, you know, financial stress is still there. Good. So just, I guess, uh, in, in terms of, of closing it up, um, there's, you don't have a customer profile, right? Any business can avail of this or, you know, it doesn't have to be a 3000 person, you know, operation. It can be a medium enterprise as well. Can it? So we generally go for 250 staff and above. Um, okay. yeah. like in Ireland, we probably have really relaxed that a little bit to maybe hundred, 150 staff. Yeah. Um, generally because and it's just almost like a bit of it, it's a slight credit risk for us. We, mm essentially give the business an interest-free loan every month because if you access your wages early wage stream funds all that money mm. but our our risk is that the business doesn't make payroll yeah so that risk is alleviated well it's, it's lowered the bigger the business because they're less likely to just close up shop you know overnight um, so if, if there's anyone listening who who wants to reach out and talk to you about this or anyone wants to go and nag their boss to, to get them to go and talk to you about it i'll post uh, the the details in in the in the um comment section but they should just reach out to you directly and and open yeah adam hankin i'm on linkedin most days adam at wavestream.ie uh give us a shout you know even if it's just to talk about financial well-being in general um great you know, but there's there's plenty of stuff that we can help you with well, look, thanks so much for that. Like I said, I, I, you know, always really interested to hear and talk to people who are, you know, trying to make an impact. Um, like, you know, businesses exist to make money. That's brilliant. But if you can do that while, while doing some good work as well, it's really rewarding. So look, thanks for everything that you're doing and thanks for taking the time to, to talk to us today. Thank you. And thanks everyone for, uh, for having, uh, uh, for joining us today. Um, we're really working hard to keep the uh, content coming through to you just to, you know, kind of give people a, a bit of a break and a release. So um, keep, uh, keep uh, looking at the channel and we'll talk to you again. Thanks.